Secret of the Ooze? Dirk. <laughs> Dirk. <laughs> well, here we go. Oh boy. Was that was that the counted? Did it just happen? <laughs> the, Smooth. Oh, I was very distracted. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Filthy Talk. Uh, Filthy Lots. Uh, what's happening? There's it's a, a crowd. There's a it's lot a of party. craziness off, uh, off set today. Uh, welcome to a Filthy Talk. Uh, uh, <laughs> a Filthy Lots live weekly panel discussion show. Uh, we are coming to you live from North Vancouver on Indigenous land. We'd like to uh, acknowledge the privilege to work, create, and play on such beautiful lands. I'm Trevor Gemma. This is Roz Young. And joining us today as fact checker, the return of the captain of the Starship chat room. So say hello to her in the live chat. It's Ash Turner. Hey, hey friends. Uh, so, uh, first things first, business first, old business, much of settled old business. Okay, I almost forgot to do this, so I very quickly just jotted names down, didn't rip them up, didn't put them in a hat. But you did it randomly, right? You uh, picked a random name. Uh, 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 no, I have all oh. four names here. Uh, I don't have uh, my dice. Gosh. Oh, but what's a good way to choose between four? Dice. I mean, you could just choose one through four. Okay. Pick a number one through four. You don't know the names. Two. Two. Philip Doctor. Oh! Philip Doctor. Doctor, I don't know if you're in the chat, but if you are, uh, uh, say hello. And you just won yourself all four of these Rambo 4K Ultra HD Blu-rays, courtesy of Lionsgate. So uh, congratulations, Philip Doctor. Philip and, is uh, in the chat and says hi. Oh, oh hi. Hi. hi, Phil. How you doing, bud? A little better now, right? <laughs> Just a little better now. Maybe he doesn't like Rambo. I mean, he, he entered the giveaway, so I would assume so. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, and now, on to new business, which is uh, our new giveaway, uh, to celebrate the fact that uh, the sequel to this, 30 years after the original, just came out, uh, coming to America too, or coming to America. Huh. <laughs> uh, we have a copy of the original, coming to America, on Blu-ray, courtesy of Paramount. Uh, to qualify for this, you must subscribe to a Filthy Lots YouTube channel and comment on this video after the video's done, because it's live, not in the live chat, but after the video, wait. They get it. Make it. Yeah, they get it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, comment with uh, CTA giveaway, and then tell us what, because there's a theme to today's episode, so tell us what your favorite uh, uh, makeup build for either character or creatures in cinematic history is. Simple as that. Is Ooh, it good question? Yeah. Is it like the fawn from Pan's Labyrinth, or like oh. the dude with the, huh? or like I don't oh know, Werewolf in London, or uh, or oh American Werewolf in London? Oh. I don't know. Oh. What would yours be? I, my brain is just going like crazy right now. <laughs> you know what? Um, in the first Guardians of the Galaxy, Nathan oh. Fillion is in the escape scene as one of the aliens, and you would never recognize him because he's in such a crazy creature build. Crazy. Yeah, you know uh, they're in the same prison? with uh, uh, in episode seven of Star Wars. Uh, Simon Pegg is the uh, the traitor that trades with Rey. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like fun. No way to recognize him, but yeah. <laughs> um, is it? Uh, oh, oh, Ash, what's yours? What would yours be? My favorite witch. Makeup build. Oh man. Character or creature? Um, I can't remember the specific name of the alien, but the, in one of the new Star Trek movies, which are not my favorite. I prefer the show. Um, there was a really cool alien with like this spiral head thing, and that's the first thing off the top of my head. Oh, okay, fair, yeah, um, specific. 
I don't know. <laughs> That's all good. I also love everything Doug Jones has been ever. Oh, yeah. And word. in The Shape of Water. Abe Sapien. Oh. I, you know, I still haven't seen The Shape of Water. I'm what being we, judged. What did we find out you hadn't seen last week? There was something else. Oh, you the hadn't Witcher. played and you hadn't played it. I hadn't played it. I still haven't played it, but I am watching the show now, and I am seven episodes deep, and I'm loving it. Yay! It's a fantastic show. Uh, uh, I'm just going to say this. Uh, swear incoming. But uh, one of my favorite things about that show is how often uh, uh, Geralt, the main character, uh, has a single line of just fuck. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, it's like in the in the game, he also is always like. Mm. <laughs> I dig it. It's it's a lot of fun. Did you know that uh, uh, Henry Cavill is the new ner uh, King of the Nerds, or Henry Cavill? Uh, I, King of the Nerds, just like as in we've elected him. Uh, uh, there, yeah, I have seen people refer to him as King of the Nerds, and I think it's rightly so. I mean, he is he is Superman. He mm -hmm. is uh, 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 Geralt of, of Rivia. Uh, Sherlock Holmes. Uh, oh what? Yeah, in oh, Enola okay. Holmes. Uh... Oh, there you go. Um, he is a avid video game player, which is why he, uh, Matt told me he petitioned for the role of Geralt in The Witcher. Like he was like, there's no way this is happening without me, which is epically nerdy and dope. Um, and he is great in it. And he almost missed his uh, uh, chance to be Superman because he was in a WoW raid. Uh, like wow. that's legit nerd. Um, I'm in. That's super legit nerd. Okay, um, uh, I guess so, Ken, if he's gonna start building some, uh, you know, round table. I'd like to put in my uh, oh, I'm down. my sword <laughs> and my axe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so before we get into the meat of it, uh, nerd news. Is there anything you want to talk about in nerd uh, news? I mean, it was International Women's Day this week, so. Oh yeah, I mean Heck that yeah. doesn't take nerdy. That takes all types. And uh, uh, yeah. What did you do? Did you do something to celebrate, or uh, anything special? Um, well, I'm fortunate to be surrounded at work by a ton of amazing women. Uh, so every yeah, day is a we celebration in... of women, oh. as far as I'm concerned. Oh. We, were, we were in meetings all day. It was fun out. to be able to... <laughs> no, no, but it was fun to be able to be uh, with other women in leadership roles. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was really awesome to be... And for it to be such a part of our normal. So we're really privileged and fortunate that way. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I agree. But here to support people to continue with their journey in non-traditional roles. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah. So happy On International Women's Day, even after the fact. Screw yeah, it. Yeah. Make it more days. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Ash, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to mention that in terms of international days, uh, tomorrow is International Sleep Day. So uh, get your sleep on in and enjoy the bejeebus out of it. That is because you lose an hour on Sunday. Yeah, that's super screwy. That's, that's like a weird, cruel, crooked, crooked joke for them to do. Yep. For like, like the time to go back and lose yep. an hour on sleep day. That's, no, uh, you lose the hour on Sunday. So Saturday is sleep day. Oh, uh, OK. Yeah, technically it's Sunday. I think we should just spring forward and do away with daylight savings. Yeah. I want the sun to stay out later. I don't care about the mornings. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, well, one thing I want to talk about in nerd No news. one asked you. Uh, <laughs> well, that's true, but I'm just giving. Anyway, fine. Jeez. Um, uh, I'm really excited about March 18th is uh, the release of the Justice League Snyder Cut. Um, Controversial. Yeah. It's kind of well. crazy. And it's. A three, four. How many hours is four it? Four hours. God, it's four too many hours. hours. I, think, I don't know if they're putting it in two parts or not. Uh, and uh, me I and, uh, me like and Nicholas Kedrock were having a conversation. And Keddy, I just want you to know, because you were wondering where can you watch it in Canada. And I just read a thing about that, this before this to see. Uh, Crave. It's going to be on Crave in Canada. So it's on I'm HBO Max. I'm going to watch States, it. God damn it. I'm totally going to watch it. I'm so curious to see 
because uh, the Joss Whedon cut only used 30 to 45 minutes of, of Snyder's footage, mm -hmm. and he shot four hours worth of footage, mm -hmm. or actually more, it was mm -hmm. like five and a half, but that's crazy. Like the rough assembly of that movie was five something hours when Snyder was originally working. It's too long, it's too much. I'm just curious to see how different it's gonna be. Like this has never happened before in cinema as far as <laughs> I know. I don't think so. The same movie done twice. Hey, Matt's in the chat, right? Matt. Matt. <laughs> he is not. The closest thing what? I could think of was uh, Apocalypse Now Redux, not but that's watching? like just a director's oh, cut sure. of like the same movie, same footage, more of it. Yeah, I haven't looked it up, so I'm hesitant to say that it's never happened. Well, this Snyder cut's gonna have zero of any of the additional footage that Joss Whedon shot. Okay, good. And apparently, Whedon's Justice League is not canonical. <laughs> good. So this one will be. For, you know. I don't know. What? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, okay, on to the meat of the show. If you've been watching for the last couple of weeks, we've been having a little bit of a theme here. First, it was time to raise the curtain. It's time to light the lights. It's time to put on makeup. Yep. Yep. So today, we are talking about our makeup department. Yes! Makeup and hair and uh, uh, special effects. So to help us talk about it, because it's not what we do, <laughs> first, let us welcome Sarah Elizabeth to the stage. Let me turn off. Woo! Man, we really need to applause. We need an applause machine, I think. <laughs> Did you bring a whole growler? Nope. <laughs> finals. We're doing some finals here. Uh, Thank you. This yep. is excellent. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, and uh, also to the stage, welcoming back Brendan Manish. Did I say it right? I always get it wrong. You always That's get wrong. it wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> One day we'll get it right. <laughs> say it for me. Manish. 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 Yeah. Like Manish. Yeah. <laughs> There's like nothing Manish about me. <laughs> it's to set up that joke. Oh. It's really to set up that joke. Everybody uh, needs a straight man. Following so, you around, setting uh, up. So yeah, we've been getting deep into uh, uh, the really big show, really big show really that big we've been doing called uh, Ready to Roll. And uh, we've got, as you can see before us, uh, and some other little bits and uh, bits and You know, they do, they do some weird stuff. Yeah. Um, we've I like got it. some pretty uh, uh, crazy character design with the characters we have yeah. in the show. So thank you guys for joining us to talk about this. You're welcome. Yeah. We like talking about it, I think. <laughs> <laughs> we like doing it. Maybe um, paint, paint us the nice word picture of arriving to the world of ready to roll. The world of ready to roll. Interesting. Here's really cool <laughs> fantasy creatures go. Oh. You can make uh -huh. what you want to kind of based on what the character's already designed and then you want to change and then you argue with them, <laughs> convince them to do something different and then later regret it, Trevor. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, we can talk about that. Oh, we'll talk about oh, that. We'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, we... Uh, uh, but love it, but really love it. So I, I guess the first thing I want to kick off, or I should set up, is the fact that because we're playing D&D and all of the players got to, you know, build their characters. Sure, session zero, yeah. Uh, yeah. get together, do characters. No one was given a, like, you need to be this, um, as opposed to, like, traditional film, where it's just something from the script, and yeah. the description's in there, and then, like, it, it's usually not the actors making any of the decisions on how they look, really. Yeah. Unless they're, you know, A-list. Or it's from a yeah. comic book, <laughs> or, it's from or a comic you book. know, written, like, there's some yeah. sort of, like, existing lore. So, did you... Find it a, a, a difficult, or or did it make the process easier to design characters uh, with the input of like and the visions of the actors who built the characters that they were playing 
in a game. It was kind of like doing theater again because the characters were sort of designed for you in a way, and then we had to figure out what worked with what the idea already was. But I mean, even film, the characters sometimes can come a little bit designed, and sometimes it's almost no description. So the players were the only characters that I think that had a bit more not I think, I know, that had a bit more of a description. Because like with Hammerlane, the older mayor lady, I don't know if I should have said that, sorry. All good. That's fine. Okay, great. Um, also inaccurate. <laughs> I thought she was there. No, don't worry about it. I'm not. Oh, okay. um, I but, mean, cl close enough for okay. this audience. Yeah. Okay, great. But she, like, we were only told something like purple tassels and um, the white hair and, you know, a couple little things. Whereas like with the players, you guys already had ideas in your head. Mm -hmm. So we took your ideas and then we ran with those a little bit and tried to put some of our flair into it. So I think a lot of that came in with the tattoos uh, that were designed, and then a little bit of uh, additional stuff that we would try and kind of put in. Like, we took it a little farther than some of you guys. Let's start with, with Hammerlane, because yeah. Hammerlane is an NPC. Yeah. So, you know, I'm doing a little bit of description for you guys. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, and then our super beautiful fact checker, Oh, yeah. Is That's Hammerlane. <laughs> That's Hammerlane. Yeah. We put this stuff so, on hers. Uh, oh, my uh, God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, look at those pearly whites. Yeah. And, uh, oh. oh, yeah. When we started figuring out what Hammerlane was going to be like, she's a dwarf. Yep. Yeah. Yep. An elderly dwarf, Elch which I know that that dwarf. was something that you were really excited to do, like a, an advanced age yes. of makeup. Now, why was that? Uh, well, okay, so for me, at least, in makeup, I think a lot of people, but uh, when you're doing something that is based off of real life, like a, a natural human type makeup, you have so much reference mm -hmm. that you can refer to. You can literally walk down the street and see someone that looks close to what you're doing. So you really have to be accurate and make those things work. Whereas if you're doing like say Alani's character, he's a bluey, greeny, orky, fake, completely combined, like a whole bunch of different things combined to make him. So there are references, but there's no real life reference. Mm -hmm. And so I've always really enjoyed that realistic makeup because then if you can pull that off, then I feel like it shows the skill level a lot more mm. because you have to hit those little nuances. Whereas with an, uh, you know, like an actual creature creature, you don't necessarily have to hit some of those nuances because they're they aren't realistic anyways. Oh, good point. That's interesting. So so the process started for for Ash. Um, <laughs> Live costume. That's Lala. Oh my God. That's Lala, and you'll see her in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So you guys, you have to do the whole. You got to start the whole thing from the life casting molds, yeah. like. Yeah, from we the did. Beginning. Yeah, we did the full head. Well, we should have done the full head, but we just did her face and neck. And then we did her teeth and then uh, her ears. And from all that, we made a seven-piece prosthetic. Uh, we did Bonda with her. Yeah, that's, oh, that's just the sculpt. That's not, and it's not a fully finished sculpt. Um, and oh, then, wait, okay, so hold on. So yeah. <clears throat> the, on the left, that's the full sculpt? It's not the finished sculpt, but that's a work in progress sculpt. But, that, but you said it yeah. was seven pieces. Yeah. So did yeah. you find points to go into that? Because that's, what yeah. is that, like a, a, a Sculpey or? or? No, 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 it's uh, Monster Clay. <laughs> uh, yes, because I prefer Monster Clay. There's also Chavant that you can use. Um, my preference is Monster Clay, so I sculpted this in Monster Clay. And then we, we uh, on the plaster base, we covered it with um, Wonderfoil, which is a release. Then you soak it in water, and you can lift the clay off of it. Could have used some more layers, but, you know, we were oh. learning. Um, <laughs> but then we, like, we broke up the piece, and it's terrifying to go in and cut up your sculpt that you spent hours on. So basically, you block out all the main shapes, and then you go back and detail it once it's on individual. So like, for example, the chin, 
you know, the chin, we, we made another positive that the chin got sculpted on. Okay. And then we broke off the forehead and the nose. And then we broke off the cheeks and the neck. <laughs> Good luck sleeping tonight, so, audience. <laughs> so how, how do you decide uh, yeah, like that where kind of. the cutting points are? Like, um, like, like, is it based on where the face moves, or? There's, there's some like, there's some uh, areas that are really good to do cutting points because it's a natural kind of line. So you'd want to do it here because you might have crow's feet there. You wouldn't want to cut in the middle of the cheek because that's a very prominent visual yeah. area. So with the cheeks, we actually had it so that they would go up here. I should do it on your face. Come on. Here we go. <laughs> there we go. It's so realistic. Um, so we had it so that it would cut under his eyes and then around the mouth. Because you also have the little mouth lines here. That really helps. Mm. Ash has a question. Oh, Ooh, Ash, yes. Ash. Go ahead. Uh, two questions from the chat. Uh, one of them uh, for the makeup team is, if you could recreate any existing fictional character, who would it be and what would you change? And the Ooh. second one is, if there are latex allergies, what do you use? Rurik. We would recreate Rurik. A little bit differently. Wait, wait, was wait. That... Is this just in general, or is this about ready to roll? No, I think it's I think like across general. the board general. in the world. So my answer is still Rurik. <laughs> <laughs> we would we would redo Rurik a little bit. We'd let Trevor actually grow his hair out instead of being like, no, Trevor, you won't get your hair grown out in time. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, we'll talk we'll about show, that. We'll show Rurik pictures. Yeah, we'll get yeah. there. I was gonna say the blue diva from Fifth Element, and Ooh. I would not change a damn thing because she yeah. is perfect. The diva Plava Laguna. Yeah. So I guess yeah. Chat, <laughs> is that a question that's like, uh, like to recreate, and just try to get and match perfectly, or that you'd want to redesign? Mm. I think you can answer the question as you like. Yeah, I guess that's true. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? I would love to, love to see you guys do something that was really big and flowy. You know that when we hit the fan, it was just like. Every, like tendrils, like. That'd be interesting. I mean, yeah, maybe someday we'll do. Yeah. <laughs> never mind. Maybe an upcoming <laughs> character, you never know. Yep. Hushes. Yeah. <laughs> that was um, fun. So, and how do you guys build? Because there's a lot of characters. We're only going to go through, we've got Hammer Lane up because Hash is here today. Um, and then we'll go through our player characters today. Yeah. But there's other, other NPCs or stuff like that. How do you divide up the labor with just such a small team? Like, you all have different specializations, yeah. right? Uh, we figure it out as we go. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, so for example, Lala's really good at running foam, so she runs all of our foam. Brendan's really good at running silicone, so he does all our silicone. Bondo's my thing. Bondo's a prosthetic that's made with like glue, and you do it in a flat mold. It's this whole thing. I really love it. It's super fun. Prosane um, and Cabasol, right? Yeah, Prosane and Cabasol. Ding, ding. Did you learn it? Um, so we kind of each have those areas, and then uh, we, uh, Ruby knows how to do Bondo, so she does a lot of the Bondo too, so that's really great. So we divide it that way. Um, Lala definitely has a lot more hair knowledge than all of us, so she kind of brought that in, and she kind of, you know, navigates that and sort of instigates some of that, and then we learn from her and work on that. And then Brendan and I had initially a little bit more of the effects knowledge, but Lala's learned like pretty much everything too. So we kind of work together to teach each other everything so that we can all That's do everything. Awesome. Cool, cool. Yeah. I mean, I had to put this picture of the start of or the work in progress for Hammerlane's hair because, yeah. I mean, and the final wig is down there now, but yeah. Yeah. holy moly this thing. So Lala made this from two wigs and a lot of extensions. I can't even remember how many, but a lot of extensions. <laughs> and it's, it's interesting because all of us are makeup people first. And so we're doing, we're coming at this with a makeup artist perspective. Mm. Lala's definitely had a lot of hair experience. So she's like, she knows all of that stuff. So she's got all of that to teach all of us, but we're 
it's interesting because I think sometimes we look at it in a different way and think about it in a way that you wouldn't necessarily when you're on set because usually the departments are separated. Mm -hmm. But with this, we get to do everything, which is really fun. Like the hair pieces, we've been ventilating our own hair pieces as well as the facial hair pieces. What does ventilating mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, ventilating, uh, uh, you did Rurik stuff, right? Uh, yeah, a lot of Rurik stuff. Sarah actually did um, the starter <laughs> hair piece for you, but ventilating is pretty much going in with a small needle into a piece of lace. Yes. And pulling through strand by strand of hair and tying knots. So yeah. we're literally tying thousands of hair to make something. So it's like, think, think, it like rug hooking? Think, yeah. yeah, think of a screen, micro-sized and flesh-colored so you can't see it, and then you're taking human <laughs> hair and you're doing one to two hairs at a time for every little screen hole. Whoa. Do you use like a like a lens or anything or just the naked eye? Well, no. It, if we were smart, we'd use one. <laughs> yeah, it's really funny if you like watch me ventilating because I'll be sitting fetal position in a chair with like a light over yeah. top and I'll just be going in like this, like over and over for eight hours. Yeah, Lolly's smart and she has one, but we, yeah. we haven't had one. But yeah, you just like, oh, it's man. really, really exciting for anyone watching. How many podcasts did you listen to? Uh, I like to watch TV shows and movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. TV but and stuff movies. I've watched before usually. Like yeah. this little tiny section, it's about a, ha a quarter of an inch thick, took me about three hours yesterday. Wow. Dang. Yeah. And I was working fairly quickly. I believe it. I mean, I'm not like a master ventilator, so I can't like... <laughs> <laughs> I think sometimes it shouldn't even be funny, but it is. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, Mariko. Uh, cool. I, I I just want to show a couple more Hammerlane pictures. Yeah. Oh, no, right. <laughs> this was so. This was really fun to do. She has ear pieces. She has a bunch of prosthetic pieces, and then her hands. Brendan sculpted her hands, and those are which we'll see. She also has um, those are Bondo. And then we also have, oh. so Bondo's like a 3D tattoo transfer. Okay, like what you let's flip to the next one and yeah. then we'll get over to her hands. But the what? next one, we put the wig on. Oh yeah, the wig. Yeah. <laughs> and so she has eyebrows and a beard. Yeah. And teeth. And teeth. We really oh. have to throw that in. That was... No, those are just ashes. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. I made that joke in the chat earlier already. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so you can Pandemic is Ash's friend. <laughs> yeah. We even made nails on it and then Costumes put all this amazing stuff on top of it. And the thing that's super flipping cool about us is that we can work so closely with costumes. So we worked with Ash, well, she's because our costume designer, and we would say, hey, here's what we're thinking. Do you have purple um, ribbons you want us to use on this? Or what's your color? You know, what's this? What's that? And with all the characters, and especially some of the upcoming ones, it's been awesome to collaborate because usually people don't collaborate quite so closely. Mm -hmm. So it's been really nice to just like, make yeah, that character so strong. It tends to be more of a like, well, I need it to be this way for my yep. thing, right? Like, yeah. and instead of being able to find a, a, a balance where you're helping each other. Yeah. <laughs> the luck on Hammerlane's face. I know. Face yep. My God. I mean, once, Ash, once you're in Hammerlane's face and the hair, and you put the costume on, and you sit on the uncomfortable little stool so you're dwarf-sized, um, for, for at least in Altero, you're approximately the size of a dwarf of this age. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, when does the character start to come out? Oh man, uh, like this, uh, it comes out in the process when you're looking in the mirror as the, the makeup's being put on. Cause you start like tweaking your like eyebrows and seeing how they move now and it becomes all different. And like when you purse your lips, it looks a little bit different. And as soon as you start playing with the character, you start building it. 
almost. Um, yeah, I, th I think it starts with the makeup more than the costume for me. Yeah. Especially uh, with Hammerlane's expressive features. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's important when you're building a prosthetic to make it so that it's thin enough so that stuff can show through. Yeah, and, sure. and different materials allow for different uh, uh, abilities there. Like, uh, I remember the first time I ever had any kind of prosthetics applied to me, it was gelatin. And gelatin <laughs> is not flexible. Like, it doesn't allow for any expression whatsoever. It and does. Then, like, it just was done wrong for you. Oh, okay. But the uh, first time I had anything foam latex on me, and I, I was just like, oh my god, like, like that could, yeah. this really moves, and I'm able, it actually looks like my skin is moving. We didn't talk about the allergies, though, which is oh, like, right. that they latex, about stuff, latex right? They oh, yeah. did. I, it, like, that just clued into me, too, where it's yeah. like, we never <laughs> touch base on that. Um, do you guys, is that something you guys ask whenever you have, like, a new person? Like, just, are you, do you have, because, I mean, the interesting thing about latex allergies is you can develop a latex allergy yes. if you're exposed to it too much as well. Yeah. So, but, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, how many different products are there? There's tons, Thousands. and anytime someone new sits in the chair, like, you have to ask them, like, are you allergic or sensitive to anything? Yeah. And if they say latex, you gotta strip latex off of everything. Mm -hmm. So that's, yeah, like sponges, you can't use sponges and stuff, but that's yeah. something that we make sure, especially when you're building a character, you have to ask, and that has to be a part of the conversation. Sometimes you can do, um, we'll do uh, product testing on their arms too. Just a little patch test? Yeah. yeah. Smart. But yeah, we have to be aware of it. And then if they're allergic to latex, we say bye. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. So you mentioned that, Brendan, you did Hammerlane's hands. Yeah. And that was a Bondo, like a scratch build? That was Bondo scratch build. So okay. we- Tell the people at home what a scratch build is. Uh, so All of this was a scratch build. Yeah, everything All was- All of it was custom. It's rather custom, not scratch. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because scratch building is like, you're not going to replicate it. Like, I don't know what a... that term means. Oh, 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 never mind then. No. Um, uh, <laughs> the way I know it, I'm not a makeup artist. I just, <laughs> just to take one. <laughs> he, but, Trevor's actually very knowledgeable about makeup. Uh, to a degree. No way to hear what you guys are. <laughs> uh, um, but scratch building, as I understand it, is basically it's a one-shot use. And it's not, it's not from a mold. Ah. You're not making a mold. You're just doing something that yeah. then you would try to replicate. So if you're just building a Bondo build on like, uh, I don't know what paper you use, but some sort of transfer paper. Yeah. Um, it, how do you replicate it to keep it this consistent if you don't have a mold? So, don't. yeah, <laughs> Hammerlane's hands aren't actually a scratch build. No. So we literally tracked her down when she was sewing costumes and we put her hands on plexiglass and we traced around it. And from there we took every single measurement where her knuckles were and we started sculpting it. And then from there, after we finished the sculpt, we molded it and then ran it in Mold Max 30, which is a silicone. Ah. So awesome. And from there on out, like Sarah took hold and she would grab the Bondo by the horns and just like have at her. I mean, that, that explains it all to me. I feel like I know exactly how that works. <laughs> well, we, we sculpted it. So the thing was, when we sculpted it, the first piece we did, we did just the hand top and like a little bit of the, the just the straight arm. And we realized that, that when we applied that, there was all this stuff on the sides of her arm that looked weird. Oh. So we actually re-sculpted and added a whole bunch on the sides. So it looks really weird. If you look at it on, um, like on the plexiglass that we drew it out, it has this weird <laughs> like edge that we then fold around. Like if you're making an envelope Some, some scratch, manta ray flaps? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we fold that over and glue that down so that it's covered. And so, this was an example where we worked with costumes so that we could cover more of our arms and have less prosthetics too. Ah, yeah, like yeah. asking costumes to do that so yeah. that you could 
have to do less. Yeah. I mean, she is a wizard. Some nice, long, yeah. flowy wizard Oh, robes. it's totally on yeah, yeah. You brand, it. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this, I think that was our most in-depth build and application, right? Completely. To this point. Yeah. Um, so what was the total length of the, like, did it, the build time and what was the application time? <laughs> long? <laughs> I mean, application time, you're going to know offhand. Application time was around five hours. So one of the things we realized was I made a huge mistake. And I was like, let's make our molds like this. Why not? And that was a bad idea. <laughs> so uh, that meant that we had some really, really crap edges for a while. Oh. We actually had someone come in and try and help. And, and he and Brendan really problem solved to try and figure it out. And they realized that Sarah screwed up. Uh, so we kind of had to deal with it to the point. But um, we had a lot of edges that we, that's why it took us so long. If we would have had better pieces, then we would have been able to apply a little quicker. Oh, OK. Um, but yeah, it was about five hours, I think, from start to oh, finish. Question hours. in the chat. Oh, go, Ash. Two questions from the chat. Uh, one, what did you guys use to glue down uh, the facial pieces for Hamelaine? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and two, uh, do you remember? Do you know exactly how heavy the wig was? I said it wasn't as bad as you might imagine, but I don't know if you guys know the weight. Um, so, well, there's this shortage of something called telesis, which is the glue that you tend to use for silicone, and um, happened again last year. So we had to find a new one to use. So we were using European body art Syllabond, which is really great. Yeah. I actually really, really love it. Uh, and we're pretty much exclusively using that now on all of our silicone. Um, it's a silicone-based adhesive. Uh, it's really, really good. There's different kinds. There's silicone-based. There's a water-based that we use for foam pieces called Prozade. And that's what we make some of the Bondo pieces out of, too. But um, uh, what was the second question? <laughs> How heavy is the wig? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like a handful of pounds? I'd probably <laughs> say. Cats. How heavy is it in cats? Like once? Half a cat. cat? Half a cat? That, yeah. Oh, that uh, reminds is me of a very dark dash? <laughs> It's like three or four pounds. Oh, wow. Is my it's guess. a small cat. Like, it's, it's, okay. it's a kitten. Kitten, kitten on your head, so cozy. Lala's going to kill me. Oh, don't do it. Baby, don't. No. It's OK. Um, so. Oh, it's like a small little kitten. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, Brendan. Lala. You are a D&D &D player, right? Um, I wouldn't say I'm a pro at it. No, I mean, there's only so many that are. I'm, I'm a murderer at it, oh, that's for sure. Can confirm <laughs> oh, like, it is true. Wait, you mean like a murder hobo? Sure. Oh, okay. uh, not a hobo. Not, really. I'm too not a murder hobo? More, more hobo? Of a, a murder hobo are characters who run around and just want to kill things. Yeah. Oh. And they just like smash into places. I'm Brendan's a... Brendan's character's more... Glamorous. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I use glitter for magic for yeah. my characters, oh, so wow. I'm a seven-foot-tall, hot pink tiefling. <laughs> oh, and, uh, uh, that's on brand. Yeah. <laughs> you would think it's great until you do a campaign with me. Oh, OK. So not, well, everyone not in subtle. the first five minutes? It <laughs> wasn't the first five minutes. It was like the, the last minute. <laughs> uh, the reason I bring it up is I'm curious if um, Helping to fully realize characters has changed the way you play. Um, like, is it has it become more of a visual experience when you're when you're now playing your character, or is it about the question? I've always been like a highly imaginative person, so it does add to it. But if we go way back to when you guys were first sitting around that table talking in your character voices, it was like, okay, 
this person would be great if they had this. This person would be great if we could see them with this. And this person would be great with this. And it would be relayed back to the whole team. And that's when we would all huddle together. And we'd hit the sketchbooks and be like, OK, what do we think of this? Oh, my gosh, sketchbooks. It's like you read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You see another player character. This one is uh, Bev, one of our awesome D&D uh, players. And she yeah. plays a half-elf paladin, yes. Arin. Um, and Aaron Sarath. And so, Aaron so whose sketchbook is this? So Brendan sketched out all of the characters originally. Ah. Uh, we all talked about it. We like planned out between Lala, Brendan, and I. We talked about and vocalized everything, and then Brendan drew the characters for us. Amazing. Yeah. And what did Bev bring to you guys that she was really important to Aaron as a character? Ooh, good question. Do you remember much about uh, her initial? Because you can well, barely see it in the picture here, but she has a, a scar. phoenix scar. Yeah. So there's like fire history from her yeah. backstory. Um, I think it was the scar. I think it was the long hair and the elf ears. Yeah. And then we decided to do, this is actually like, I'm looking at this going, oh. And this is a really, this is an early is test. The very first makeup test we did, we completely changed her prosthetic, her Bondo piece on her chest. Oh. And her eye makeup is much better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the hair is actually pretty similar, but as she still matches her, um, her photo. Oh, we didn't do it in a braid. It's a ponytail. Yeah, it's different now, but we're going to see more pictures of Aaron. Oh, my God. Oh, something I want to ask about Aaron uh, uh, real quick is, so elves are, uh, I would think, a little easier. So how did, because Aaron is a half-elf, how did you uh, find ways to accentuate the fact that she was half-elven? We made things smaller. (laughs) Oh, okay. So her ears are tiny instead of, uh, hold on. I got stuff. We took our... um, I was going to say our whole elf. Yeah. <laughs> we took our purebred elf character and oh, no. we downsized. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, was that was was it helpful that we had an elf and a half elf? It was fun because it meant two different things. Yeah. Yeah. So we made her ears a little smaller, like what the orc ears are too. These are actually the orc ears. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> but they're pretty damn close. Okay. Half elf ears. Are... Hers are a little bigger. <laughs> these yeah. are these are the iron. Yeah. Those oh. are the yeah. ears. And then those are the uh, Rurik ears. The dwarf ears, which sometimes, ha, actually funny story, one of the people that applies on Trevor, Buffy, forgot to remove his ear one day because she thought it, she put it on so good that she thought it was his real ear and forgot yeah. to take it off. That was, that was really funny. Wait, you, it was you, awesome. You left the makeup room, one great. big ear, one little oh, ear. Oh, no, I didn't leave. I was sitting there in the chair and I had one <laughs> ear and I'm just, because you're just, when you're in the chair, you're just sitting there staring at yourself <laughs> while they're doing all their stuff and then you got to like do a couple of things, whatever. But uh, I was let, going through the whole removal process, which is, takes roughly an hour or so, hour and a half, depending on how much the glue is sticking. Yeah. But they got the beard off, the hair off, the other ear came off, but like I have Brendan and, and Buffy were on different sides of the head, and they got everything else off, and I was just sitting there like, okay, I think you're good. And I went, am I? <laughs> <laughs> you weren't sticky, though. Yeah. Like, yeah. Here. No, I wasn't. The little. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty funny. Oh, glue residue. Um, and the, so we see Aaron's elf ear coming, coming in there. Oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, the final eye makeup, which, yeah, that is that's yeah. a drastic it's difference. It's different. It, this, even this from now, there's still always little tweaks, and I think we even have less than what we had down here. It's a little bit more up and still more mild than that. But she's pretty natural. We just wanted to give her a little warrior look. Mm-hmm. Also, I really like the idea because there's this, like, flame, and um, the phoenix is such a huge part of her character, but it's almost like charcoal smudge in her eyes, you know? Yeah. Um, so maybe someday we'll learn. 
all about the tragic backstory of Aaron <laughs> That was another thing with character design too, is we had messaged everyone for a backstory yes. of where they came from yeah. and who they are. So we really wanted to put that into the whole design with everything. Yeah. And we all had them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, you did. You Lala, guys. Lala designed all the tattoos and she really got into it with everybody too. It's like what, you know, nuances are your character? So with um, uh, Elendar, who's the elf, you know, really making sure that the script and the design of those tattoos was different versus what you can see on the Senna wig right there too, that he's a wizard and human and so very different. He's a warlock. This is your, sorry. It's fine. I, there's a difference? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wizard, warlock, sorcerer, there are different things. I'm okay. sorry. That's I'm, okay. I'm teasing. Um, I don't know a lot of the words that you're saying right now either. <laughs> so, you know, division um, of okay. labor. Uh, we should keep going on this, though, because oh, we are. Right. I we wanted are, to show uh, a couple uh, more, more great pictures of how much we have to get. I know. Oh, there's so many fun pictures. I know. There's a lot. That's <laughs> Kathleen, one of our artists that's been with us. Um, so, everybody knows, um, if you're watching now, uh, some of this was filmed um, pre COVID. Uh, so you're going to see some pictures in our slideshow of beautiful times where we could be unmasked together, which um, someday we'll be back to there when we're all vaccinated. Woo. Uh, in the meantime, woo, yeah. Um, okay, so let's briefly Heads talk up. about, I mean, oh, this sounds, oh, this feels like a really bad segue because I'm like, let's talk about me. <laughs> no, let, let's talk about you because. <laughs> oh, my all, God. What I want to say to you is I'm sorry you got stuck with me. <laughs> no, I'm happy I got stuck with you because I've said it to every artist who, like, goes on you. I was like, you might be super confident in what you do, but Trevor will humble you as a makeup artist. <laughs> there he is. And that's a fact. <laughs> So uh, uh, for the people at home, I have some sort of weird mutation, maybe. I don't know. We I'm, have no idea. I have mutant skin that like Gross. paint different certain paints don't stick to me. Uh, adhesives don't stick to me very well. They all come off and stuff just comes off my yeah. face. Um, it's, maybe it's a superpower. Maybe I'm the anti-glue man. I don't like yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm solvent man. Uh, yeah, so oh, it's, uh, and I mean, you referred earlier to uh, uh, wanting to redesign Rurik, and that yes. was, uh, 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 there's an element of, I didn't want Rurik to have uh, uh, a Rurik is a dwarf, dwarf just so dwarf, everybody knows. But he was raised by an elf. Uh, but he didn't, I didn't want him to have a traditional dwarven beard, but Sarah was adamant. <laughs> I was. And uh, Chris Livingston backed you up on that. And I, I don't know why I acquiesced, but I did. But the argument I should have made to you was, you know <laughs> stuff doesn't stick to me. Yeah. Let's just let me grow a beard. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but the argument, the other part of it was the application should be quicker if it's a beard like this and throw that on. You could throw that on honestly in like 10 minutes. Whereas if we had to sit and style every single braid and do it every single day, that would take a long time. No, but I didn't want styled. It would have been, I would have kept a goatee with a single point and then we could have thrown in an extension like single braid down the middle. Anyway. You know, if wishes It's were not gorgeous. fancy enough. Yeah. Because <laughs> look how fancy that, that sketch is. Um, um, and speaking of fancy. Oh, Tattoos! Hot dang! Yeah. yeah. Hot dang. That's a really cool tattoo yeah. design by you, Lala. You literally are, and I'm, I'm going to use this in the best sense, you are a piece of work as your character because yeah. you have everything on you. You are um, dirt makeup, your tattoos, your prosthetics, your hair, yep. I'm going to say hair laying even though it's ventilated pieces, and you have a somewhat of a wig. You are everything in a character. Let's see, uh, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the lace. You can see it there. So we decided to, we're like, oh, this is great. We can buy this beard on this lace. So there's different types of lace that are thicknesses. And we bought this beard. It's on opera lace, which is thicker. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> really bad idea. 
And uh, we're trying to fix it right now. There are edges, and I really hate it. Really yeah, hate it. Whatever. But it's also, good stuff doesn't like to stick to him. But then Brendan made the mustaches for him. On a proper film. You can film see the voice. mustache. It's so very beautiful. And here's here's Brendan trying to make yeah. it stick with Buffy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah trying to get it on. That's almost like an every take kind of deal yeah. is running in to stick everything down yeah. again. Because I'm sorry. Don't be sorry. Honestly, <laughs> it's like. It's an interesting challenge. I I really enjoy it because when you get it right, it's like. I was about to swear, but I was like, oh, heck yeah, I did it. Like, it looks great. Yeah. And, and of then, course, those are the days where there's no close-ups. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best part of any film day. <laughs> but it does look amazing. Like, the final yeah. the final outcome uh, works, looks great. Oh, this was before the uh, chain mail had both leather clasps, so there's a big split in the middle. <laughs> We're not talking about costumes today. Yeah. We're looking at your beautiful face. That's true. Well, this was our very first makeup test that we did on you, too, so, uh, yeah. Uh, no, the, this is the second the one. That was the camera oh, that was test. A oh, yeah, right, we did, yeah. too, right, yeah. yeah. So the hairpiece on Trevor took, like, 12 days to make that little mohawk. Just saying. <laughs> Question. Sorry, that's not Oh, ooh. <laughs> Sarah's hosting something fierce. I like it. A uh, question from the chat is, uh, what is the hardest aspect of makeup application in general? I joked and I said every, anything on Trevor, but oh, yeah. um, I, yes, I, they're not. You're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I, I'm gonna say uh, if someone sweats a lot. Yeah. That's when I like the kryptonite. Yeah, and with you, you have a whole different thing where you also. Um, I'm going to say like there's a lot of salt with that. Yes, especially in my eyebrows, which is super weird. <laughs> Uh, but if I get even a little sweaty and then time has gone by and it dries, I get like crystallized salt right here. And uh, I've I, I come across in real life one person who has that same thing. Fortunately, is it your brother and he's standing right there? No. Uh, uh, no do you? No. Uh, but I, online I, I looked it up and there was a whole bunch of people that are like, this only started happening in my 20s. What the hell is it? And there's a lot of people. So oh, fortunately, oh, yeah. I don't feel alone. But yeah, I don't the know. The internet what it is. makes us feel definitely not alone. Okay, There's someone out there. Um, we have taken. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's a bit long <laughs> yep. here. So <laughs> that's a good note to end on. Oh, yeah. I snuck in a few. I snuck in a few. Oh, we changed the tattoo. That's not right. <laughs> oh, that's not right. Oh, that, <laughs> that's the first. Yeah, you can even yeah. hear how the hair still doesn't like. That's what it does all the time. Yeah. I just see the ear edge. Yeah, that I saw too. I just wasn't. Gonna oh, I couldn't see the. No, you can't. Oh, on the inside edge. You're not that's, supposed that's, to be. This picture's not supposed to be. Okay. That's okay. one of the things is uh, we rip everything apart. We're like, I see the problem. Uh, I'm going to say thank you two for joining us here. Thank and you. And we're going to bring out a couple other people. But in the meantime, uh, we have some uh, uh, something cool to show you guys, which is a little excerpt from one of our episodes with some of the reenactment footage. Oh, cool. For you guys at home. So check it out. Oh, we don't. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> We don't often see her using it, you know, like maybe sometimes she kills a dragon with a crossbow or something, but you okay. see that sword in action too often. So as you guys walk into the room, you see fine furniture, the smell of the wood <laughs> greets you. There's the smell of leather and books. The room is just towering with books. There's a place of study here, research and drink. You see all across the rooms and tables, books, alchemy supplies, wine bottles. These are a few of my favorite 
<laughs> There's lots of astronomy equipment also throughout the room. Research material everywhere, the bookshelves, piles of books on the floor, and a stocky dwarf on a table not too far from you. On a table? No, she's standing next to a table, oh. but on the table, <laughs> on the table, are a bunch of little glasses. <laughs> Just like mud flam girl. Um, Wasn't that cool? <laughs> Just a little sneak peek. Uh, welcome back to this. Um, yeah, stay tuned if you want to see more. <laughs> so, switching out, now we have Lala McQueen and Ruby Wilkinson. Woo! Thanks for joining us. Um, uh, I'm just going to say up in the booth, Alex, I'm sorry, but we're going to go probably a little bit over here, uh, but we should get right into it. Um, wait, wait, what's your, we had some questions earlier, so quickly, I'm sure you were thinking about it over there, but any character that you'd really want to recreate from any fictional anything? Oh yeah, good call. Right? Ooh, any fictional anything. Well, I mean, you guys, did you hear the chat question earlier? Yeah. Did, did your brain go crazy and, and think of something? Any fantasy characters or, or any sort of characters you'd want to redo, big makeup builds? Recreate. I want to say the Dark Crystal, but I don't want to touch that because that's a beautiful masterpiece. Oh. But I, that's just where my brain went. Like a yeah. Skeksis? Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have a very interesting relationship with Skeksis. <laughs> okay. A lot of trauma. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Which is amazing. But yeah. I mean, we did have the opportunity to do that a little bit at the first Halloween party. That's you true. Guys did. Yeah, yeah, but Ruby wasn't with us at the time. No. I observed and I appreciated, and now I work for the company because of that. No. <laughs> she saw a photo and she's like, I'm in. It was yeah. your Halloween party that got me here. Yeah. <laughs> this is what led me to you. Um, I thought we would start, um, especially with Lala joining us, but so this is uh, Shay's character, Sanguina. Yep. Um, and, sh and she's half vampire, so the blood on the face is on purpose, not an accident at the office. And, um, <laughs> This hair is amazing. It's amazing. Oh, it's wild. It's yeah, a weapon. Lala, <laughs> Lala crushed it. How, so I, I'm curious about that braid. It's massive. Yes. So what is in there? It's not just one big long wig, right? Oh, no, no, no. There's like a few pieces and a few falls, and it's a six-strand braid. Oh. And then actually I had um, Chris Murdoch from Costumes help me a lot to make the attachments and the adornments that are in the hair, the leather ones. Oh, cool. Oh, that's where that comes from. That's so amazing. Yeah. How heavy is it? It's very heavy. <laughs> okay, very we, is a good answer. Shay and I call her Deirdre. <laughs> and the snake hair? An, she's an entity upon herself. And then <laughs> it's so heavy, in fact, that that is why she wears it to the side to take some of the pressure off of her neck during yeah. while we film. Yeah, and so one of these pictures here with it, with the braid going on in the back there. Right. How long does that take to actually do the hair application piece? Um, I mean, it takes me 20 minutes. Oh, well, that's crazy. <laughs> um, it takes me 20 minutes to do a three braid that's really crappy, so I'm extremely impressed. What's well, nice, though, because it's all set and it's all done. So the braid is completely in already, and then it's pinned in. The hair is swept up, and the two other pieces are put on, twisted around, and pinned in. So huh. we did a lot of thinking when we were designing about how to make application as quick and efficient as possible. Ah, smart. And so that went into while we designed the build as well. That's amazing. Um, you also designed all the tattoos, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Sarah was mentioning a bit about that. 
Um, but like, did you have free reign there or what was the process of designing the tattoos for you? I mean, I did have a little free reign, which was really amazing. So um, the process was going into everyone's backstory and thinking about everything that would affect it, their environment, how they grew up, their experiences, who would have been doing the tattoos, the art style of the tattoos, and the history that would come into it from That's awesome. where everyone came from. Loads of books as well. You were telling me earlier today. Yeah, I have a, into it. A, lot of, a lot of books at home too. And so um, like different cultures and everything tied into it as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, they're epic. Like, they're very well done. So, research uh, uh, on point. Lala is talented as heck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to stay here forever. Yay! <laughs> I'm Praise. just a cheerleader. Praise. <laughs> um, we did some early camera tests. Uh, obviously, the vampire teeth, big deal for Sanguina's character. Uh, and no, she's a half vampire. Half vampire. So, half vampire. I, I wanted to ask about the teeth is... Uh, uh, are they, was there a thought into them being uh, uh, reduced because she's a half vampire or is, yes. it, is there a difference between what you would do for a full vampire? When I did the sculpt for Sanguina's teeth, um, I was talking to Sarah about it and we kind of thought that it would be nice to do like slight angles oh. and a very small point on the fangs so that it was more subtle and it's really hard to sculpt something realistic. <laughs> with an edge to it rather than just like big massive fangs because yeah. we didn't want it to be too obvious. And but... is, it, uh, uh, is it a whole piece or is it just on the, the couple of... It's a whole piece. Is it in front of you? Yeah. We have some teeth out here. We have Shay's teeth. Uh, I yeah. don't think... Or teeth. Or teeth. Shay's. We got Chris's right. um, there. Chris's. But yeah. Yeah, and then one of our tests here with her where we can see some of the footage. You know, and how it all kind of pieces in together. She's a rogue, if you couldn't guess. <laughs> <laughs> She's dressed like a rogue. She's dressed like a rogue. <laughs> um, so and gorgeous. That hood comes up so that she can skulk away into the shadows or hide from sunlight. Yeah, she also has a mask that goes up and down. Right. Now, is that challenging to deal with with makeup? Because, like, trying not to have the makeup rub off on the costume? I mean, when that happens, we do some removal so that if we know that we're not filming anything else with the... <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's not too bad as long as we plan ahead then. All right. Word. Okay. Yeah, uh, her um, character looks so amazing. And here's another snap of her on the set. Um, uh, Ruby, were you with us in the Hammer Lane office? You were, Yes, right? I yeah. was. Yeah, I was just day cooling at the time, but I was uh, around at that time. Yeah. It's a and beautiful set. I wanted to ask you, because you started with us as a day call, yes. and then you joined us full time. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, at that point, did you, you became, obviously, you had to start working with the molds and pouring more pieces and that kind of a thing, because they're all one-use molds. Like, you use them, and then you got to toss them. Um, Crazy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> did that change how you applied the makeups? Um, not too heavily honestly i grew it made me available to do makeups out of my comfort zone oh and what was really really great because i do a lot of um elendar that like watching lala and uh, like helping her with the foam and then applying that and then being able to like spot where i can like okay it just helped me apply the prosthetics better in the long run honestly 
um, watching the process. It didn't. Okay, so there you yeah. go. That, no, that's perfect. That's yeah. what I'm asking. Like, does knowing the mold help apply the piece? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I know, like, I, and I'm sure, like, on your on uh, Rorik's ears as well, there's, like, tips and tricks. And mm -hmm. same on, like, different characters that I'm learning and just being, like, learning how to, you know, like, make the actual prosthetics and be involved it, in that has been great. Is it nerve-wracking coming in as a day call, like, when you have to apply a prosthetic and you haven't done it before? Like, like... It is a bit nerve-wracking, but to be completely honest, like, Lala, Sarah, and Brendan are so organized and so prepared and so give you so much more information than any other set I've ever been on that I kind of walked in with confidence because they had given me as much as possible. Oh. So I walked in and I knew exactly everything that was happening because, you know, a lot of the time you turn up and they're like, oh, hi, this is the character, apply it now. Where this, I like went into it and I had all the products in front of me. So it actually as a day cool. It was pretty nice, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's still a bit nerve-wracking. You wanna do a good job. Yeah, it's but, still uh, first day jitters, but it's not yeah. like, how do I get the, uh, <laughs> what's going on on this person? Yeah, Ash, what's uh, going on in yeah, the Yeah, you're in the classroom, what's going on? Uh, yeah, again, two things. I like to double down every time that I go to you guys. Um, <laughs> we got stuff to hammer through. Uh, first off is uh, the chat wants to know what process of the makeup effects process that you, or which part that you like the best? And two is um, someone wanted to know about something called blush and stuff. Oh, I'm going to plug that. Is that Buffy in the chat? <laughs> yeah, um, well, uh, what I, I personally like to apply. Like, I really like making the prosthetics, but I definitely prefer applying and being on set. That's my thing. What oh. about you, Lala? I think paint is my favorite. Like, oh, using okay. a palette and layering and painting. Did you paint those teeth? Uh, no, I didn't. I did Sanguina's teeth, and I mean, I just love the paint. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was, hoping when you do, you play I was trying really hard Greg to get Williams. into my picture. I was like, maybe I got a chance here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, and the paintwork is phenomenal. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And really oh my cake. Gosh. Lala has such a history with like painting and body painting that like watching Lala work and putting all her colors together, and like when you did Alany, and everyone is just. I, I learn a lot. We're going to talk it's about awesome. the challenge of Alany colors uh, soon, because I think that's a really interesting Let's conversation. Let's do it now. OK, OK. Let's go. Let's um, go. Quickly, I, my pictures are not in any order. Alany's <laughs> 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 hair is really cool. He's got this blonde wig up there. Oh. Yeah. Do you want to say anything about it before we move on? What? Uh, oh, no, here we go. OK. okay. Oh, I'm going to ask Alany's okay, hair, uh, uh, being the like uh, uh, dreadlocky thing that it is, mm -hmm. um, uh, was that in consultation with Chris as far as the character history went? Yes, it absolutely was. And what, yeah. like, what informed that decision? Um, it's sort of like, I mean, it should have been something that would have gone back to like when he was on the pirate ship. Ah. You don't know much about that, do you? Uh, not the really. Salt sharks? I mean, that, we have kept yes. the backstories of each other's stuff mostly secret. Unless I do you know, about it I do know that he has a seafaring uh, uh, background. I was just leading that. Oh, whoops. For you. I think it was a leading question for you to say um, exactly what you did. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like the other characters that we were looking at, though, this image here with the sketchbook is the first time we, you guys did the test, right? Yes. And we did this test and realized the green in the orc skin was so green uh, that was going to be a problem for green screens, which we use a lot, yep. obviously, so in our fantasy world to create that stuff. So, uh, whoops. <laughs> so we added a bit of blue. That's why we do tests. And when you take a, when you take a picture of Chris as Alany outside in the daylight, the blue is so strong. Yeah. 
It's so strong. Um, and so how was that for you guys, having to balance with the via visual effects work that we do? I mean, it's an adjustment. And <laughs> often we just don't know until the day, until we get there. And we just need to be a little bit flexible about adjusting our colors and tones and layering the paint and maybe heightening the contrast or the highlight so that it looks good in the environment it's going to be filmed. I mean, the wig kind of helps, like framing part of his face. That's what our separation. visual effects super Trevor and Adams talks about. Also great is lighting as well. Like sometimes the cine team, it, yeah, it can like make all the contours look awesome and those blues just really pop. But I and can imagine, I haven't applied them yet, but like I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's a picture from it, like a still from the show. Uh, uh, no, that's our, uh, uh, that was our camera test day. Camera so test we day, did like an initial makeup test and then that done, was a camera test. Yeah, so this, but this is from the sizzle, I think. I don't know, I stole this from Yes, somewhere. which was the camera test footage. Right. Right, but, uh, <laughs> but what I mean is that we've done color processing. Oh, yes. So um, it's, it's not the actual end result yet, but it is closer. And so you guys have had to balance into this. So you kind of hit this ba perfect balance of mix of the blue-green in order to get the half-orc dream. <laughs> and what's really cool about Alan is that he has like every prosthetic, his foam silicone and Bondo. Mm -hmm. looks like oh. pretty awesome. And what teeth, and, and teeth. And a hair lay, and a lace wig. And, and tattoos. Like everything Holy I learned in makeup school is in that makeup. It's all wow. there. And a total skin tone change. Yeah, and his hands. Yep. Yeah. And nails. Oh man. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a long one. His application time is probably the one right now that causes us some of the most problems, right? Like getting him in and out of makeup. Is it three and yeah. a half hours? Oh yeah. Think so? Yeah. I think it's three. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, oh, oh. we should we should hammer through. We are uh, Oh we're talking on time. Ruby's application is with Eleanor right now. Yeah, I've been loving it. It's good. So this is the first this is how different does this because this was a first test look from what you're doing now? Um, it's fairly, fairly honestly, fairly similar. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's really, let me say honestly one more time. It's, <laughs> it's really, yeah, it's pretty spot on. Um, I love doing his makeup. It's, I actually suggested to Sarah, well, I asked if I could do his makeup because it's just so clean and everything has to be so precise and the tattoo symmetry as well as the eyebrows and the ears, like there's no hiding those ears, so. Um, the, uh, uh, I'm going to ask you with, with Elendar. So like Alan and myself both have like, well, we're both bald, but both yeah. shave our heads for this. Yes. And does that make it easier or more difficult to apply like hair pieces? Um, I actually fairly easy to be honest on a bald head. Mm -hmm. Um, that's a great option to have. You're not having to like layer it upon hair. So being bald is amazing. But also if you're applying ears, like both of your characters are, that's when you have to really watch the back of your ear. Cause sometimes you can cheat it. Sometimes you can hide it. Oh, hide the, hide yeah. the edge of hair. But, uh, yeah, another, that was... another photo from the pre COVID times where, you know, we could all be standing around like this. Yes. Uh, and I actually apply with Victoria now, who's the one doing the touch up. And like I, Victoria is, an insane artist. I love her so much. So <laughs> that's been a really fun makeup for both of us to challenge. Yeah, so those are those crazy elf ears. Do yeah. Thing. Yep. Yeah, they look great. And the tattoos are along the top where his uh, yeah. hair piece is. Very symmetrical. He's got also, like a whole time. series of tattoos and actually going partially into his backstory and a little bit about that. Um, I designed those tattoos after like a tattoo that originally a Buddhist monk would have done. Oh. And they're called Sakyant tattoos. And 
way back when, they would have done it in um, regards to like people going into battle and people needing protection oh. and warriors. And you would have had no say of placement or you would have no say of what you're actually getting. It was placed as like almost a magical emblem on you and tattooed into you with like a bamboo stick. Did you, did you choose the locations? I did. Oh, that makes that even more meaningful. Yes. That's and awesome. And there's all kinds of hidden things in all my tattoos. Oh, well, I know that it's in brown tattoos. The, the, the little bit that you saw of Eric that's on the arm, that actually continues once the costume comes off, which maybe you see later in the season. <laughs> it's rare. Stop romancing NPCs. <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> um, and in in the shot as well of Ellen. Yeah. So Those eyebrows good. are awesome. Those eyebrows are so expressive. There, I like it when there's a bit of wind going too, and they're like, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> very velociraptor kind of style. Yeah. Like, Come on, babies, get okay. back. I know we gotta fly through these. <laughs> <We do>. um, <laughs> I have seen them, and there they are. Just doing makeup on Aladdin's. Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah. I love Aladdin. Um, yeah. And um, the last character we're gonna go through, I was really curious about like. Um, so we have one human, which yes. is... Well, Sanguin is technically She's, she human was, She was human. She was yeah, human. She was human. But yeah, um, our only full yeah. human. Um, so this was at Matt's first test. Um, and, and having to create something that was still magical as a warlock, but he has, doesn't have anything like crazy wild about him. But he wanted to be a little bit older and a little bit fabulous as a, this scholar. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, yeah what, did you, what did you do to, to make the human stand out? against all of these crazy-ass fantasy characters? I kind of designed Seno's hair as a cross between Gilderoy Lockhart and Doctor Strange. Oh! <laughs> yeah. We wanted to salt and pepper him up a little, but we definitely <laughs> wanted his locks to be like, waving in the breeze a little bit. Fabulous. Because he's, he's a beautiful guy, so. <laughs> Especially with the tan. I know, yeah. And there's he's, a lot of he's that been living out in the woods for you a while. You hear that, Matt? Get some sun, apparently. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're fine, Matt. I no, no, love no. Matt. We're all good. That's Whoa, all good. And then his tattoos, um, I designed, actually, I've got a lot of witchcraft and magic books at home, and they're after some real magical glyphs. Oh, I, I did not know that. A real element to his powerful palm tattoos. Yes. Does Matt know that? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm planning on doing a little booklet. Yes! Oh, nice! Yes, that would be awesome. Um, and and there's, there's his, uh, the setting of the beautiful curls. Oh, yes. Oh, that I did. Fabulous. Uh, did you have to recurl it? I, yeah, we, we wash and we reset it. Oh, okay. So it's always fresh and fantastic. Oh, I want to see Matt in the curlers. Oh, we don't <laughs> do that on his head. We block that on a head and then but we set could it. We? And what's really impressive about like that wig is that Matt has extremely thick hair to begin with. So like getting that back and getting that in a wig prep is to make it not look as wiggy as possible and like adding volume is like quite the effort in the morning. You're like really pulling back all his like thick hair. He so. goes for a haircut all the time in order to, to be assist. able to, yeah. Oh. He's very blessed in the hair department. He and the eyelash yeah, department. Yeah, he's got like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My I've curled, I've curled Matt's eyelashes and I'm like, it's like a full maneuver. I'm like, look here, look here, look here. Okay, does that, is that okay? Okay, let's go. Okay. I just walk over and I'm like, that's not fair. <laughs> yep, look at those. Oh, there's man. Ruby. And there's Ruby. Yeah. Ruby. 
Um, okay, we are out of time. No! We are. I, I, it's unfortunate. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I lo we lost track of time in the first portion. So uh, uh, we're gonna have to because this was your first time on the show, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So we'll have to have you back on another time because uh, uh, coming out in the second half when it wasn't the second half, it was like the second. There was like a third <laughs> yep. left. Yep. It is what it is. It's okay. But, um, <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's great. Some yes. people here have that. I think Tenniswood was the one who first uh, made that a screensaver. <laughs> made a gif out of it. So fantastic. <laughs> All these characters that have so much fun together and, um, I don't know, like coming downstairs to the, the makeup application room and seeing these characters come to life and your joy and the player's joy in, the, in that space. And I would always have to be like, it was great, guys. And then just kind of run away and have a little moment, you know, because having played the game with you was one experience, but then what? to see... Well, a question for you is uh, so uh, seeing all the players realized is one thing, but like seeing Hammerlane, who you played, realized was that more of a moment? Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, because you guys have so much ownership over the players, mm -hmm. um, but Hammerlane was, is a really special character for me. And the experience of going through that process that um, I knew the pieces that, as they came along were kind of being cleared through me, like this makes sense, it fits the world, it fits the character. Um, and then there was just sort of this transition where it was all sort of in pieces. And then I got, I don't know, everything went so fast that we were on set and Hammerlane came on and she did her little burp while she was drinking. And I was just <laughs> like, I need a moment outside. <laughs> I need to take a breath. We all know as a team that if Roz tears up, we did good. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but also, Roz, your world creating and everything oh. you put in prior. But it's it's like such a... It's oh, yeah. amazing. Sure I don't know. Just the, the team effort here, though, it's... it's hell the, yeah. It's synergi synergy happening. It's it's just... Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't even explain it. Pull off some too pretty many cool stuff together. Um, it was brought up in the chat briefly, but I do want to plug Blush and Stuff. Yeah. Which is a podcast uh, with Ruby, and we've mentioned her earlier, Buffy. Uh, yes. We affectionately call her Buffy, as, uh, but it's uh, Sarah Buffett, right? Yes, yes yeah. that is correct. And uh, um, it's it's the two of you. Do you guys ever have guests, or is it just the two? We of you? actually do. Yeah, we did our first guest recently, Day Cadman. That's a beautiful airbrush and makeup artist in Vancouver. Oh, and nice. yeah, we basically take different films each week and analyze the makeup and break them down and have a podcast about it. And it's basically us just being like, oh, this is us trying to do makeup and wow, look how impressive these people are. And, <laughs> and where, big, where, big makeup lovers, big film lovers. Where can people listen to it? Spotify, Apple Podcasts, like all your mainstream, wherever you want to listen to a podcast, we're there. Nice. Yeah. Right you on. Post links. Indeed. Uh, so thank you guys, and thank you Sarah and Brendan and everyone. I'm gonna say thank everyone. Thank the team. Thank everyone. Thank Ash. Thank Alex. Thank the camera guys. We got Silas and Casey and I see Sasha over there. Anyway, I just thank you everyone. I love you all. Uh, and until next time, uh, join us and stay filthy. <laughs>